One of the most um, encouraging parts in the Bible is is when the um, when Jesus is in the tomb and the believers go to the tomb to look for his body and the angel is there and says he is not here he is risen and when I think about that it's it's like man my savior is alive stay good day welcome my friends to the storyteller where you'll find first nations people from across native north america who are following Jesus Christ without reservation. Today we'll hear the final part of Carla Parnature's story. Carla is Creek and Cherokee from Oklahoma. We pick up where she left off as she was questioning her relationship with God. As I began to read more, and then I began to realize also when I was reading the Bible that, man, I know, I've heard this before. Grandma used to tell us this. And so, you know, I also, you know, began to put together the pieces that, oh, wow, Grandma would teach at home. I was learning this at home, and I didn't even know it. I knew some of this stuff. So church began to, to um, it wasn't as scary as that first time when I walked in the door when I was an adult. But I began to, you know, I talked about an enemy, and we have an enemy, and I began to doubt Um as I, you know, as I started going to church more, I began to doubt that that happened to me as a child because I didn't say the right words. I was beginning to learn different, you know, different ways about how people share the gospel or how how um, to talk to someone about about um, coming to Christ. And I thought, oh, I don't know if I'm if that really happened to me. And because I didn't say that. I didn't say that or I didn't pray that way. I didn't use those words. I didn't use that word sin. I didn't use the word repent. I didn't use that word salvation. I didn't even know what that meant. And, um, you know, as I, as I begin to go through that struggle and I just kept, I just stayed. I just, when I say stayed, I just stayed with it though. I just stayed with that Bible study and I, and, um, there was a discipleship class going on. And as I started learning more, I went to that class and I finally got to the point where I just said, you know, I was at home and I was, I was reading and I said, you know, what? I'm just tired of this, tired of not knowing. And um, so I just got down on my knees. I was at home in my bedroom and I just said, Lord, I don't know. I said, I, I don't know if um, that really happened to me when I was a little girl, if I did it right or not, you know, or, or if it didn't. But I'm coming to you the best way I know how. And if it didn't happen then, I want to make sure I know now. Um, I don't want to be unsure. And so when I got up off my knees, that burden was gone and that struggle was gone. So it wasn't until, you know, I began to study more that I realized that, yeah, as a young person, I had went the best way I knew how. And I I have an enemy. He's going to continually, um, I can't lose that. He can't take that. But he did try to... Um, steal my joy and tell me you're not safe. That didn't really happen. You're not going to heaven. And that could, you know, look at what you did. And, and I continue to mess up even now. But I know now that um, without a doubt, and that came from trying to read God's word, trying to memorize scripture and just try to, because um, that's how, you know, that's how I have to fight is um, his word. Because I can't do that myself. The Lord's already won the battle. So, I had to stop trying to fight. 
which which is um, spiritually and physically. That was one of the things I had to do. So growing up, I had said that I was, you know, hardened, and, and that was the first thing to do in quickest way. But God's word, it, through God, he just has made that change. And um, that's what, you know, that when I say change, for me, it's even hard, you know, because people that know you well will bring up the past. And all I can say is that um, that's where I just have to, Remember the things I've read. Remember the things I've studied and know without a doubt that um, what God has said, he said he's forgiven me and he's cleansed me and given me a new life. And I have a name. So I have a lot of verses I like. I know I I mentioned earlier that when the sun sets you free, you shall be free indeed. That's one that um, always comes to mind. And then... You know, whatever, it seems like whatever Bible study I'm doing, I, the Lord just impresses that upon your heart. And one that I have been reading lately, I want to share that. Um, Psalm 37, 25. No, sorry. Psalm 37, 23. Once when I was young and now I am old, yet I have never seen the godly abandoned or their children begging for bread. And that's just meaningful for me because, um, I, t- I've talked about generations and families and, and, um, that's because that's just impactful for me. Um, from that, from that, um, I think that time in my life that was pretty rough, the Lord, the Lord had directed me or used me to, um, further my education. And so I became, went into a, um, a clinical field as a therapist. And so for me, I try to, um, when I see these things, not just with our native people, but I see how God has brought people through. Um, and again, I'm just going back to his promises and where he said, you know, I had, I just have not seen him turn his back. And when I say on people, but personally, even in my life. And then also, um, from my recent study is, uh, and this is, I'm just going to paraphrase and, and, um, I've been in the book of Isaiah, but, um, he says, remember the, um, hole from which you were dug. And what I think, um, different translations say, remember the rock from which you were hewn and the pit from which you were dug. And for me, that's just that reminder, even though, you know, I was blessed, I, I was able to, go to school and receive an education. I know that's a, that's a blessing because every one of my grandparents and most of my aunts and uncles did go to boarding school and, um, and several didn't finish. So for me, you know, so I know that's a, um, the Lord has blessed me in that way, but also blessed our families. And when I think about that, those are things that, um, that we all, he wants us to use and to serve others. So we all have our story. And just that reminder to remember, because it's not, um, he's given us our story. Jesus, he has made a way, even though I messed up, even though I do things that, that, uh, that would separate me from God. He made that way. He's that bridge that I can come to the Father through Him, through my relationship with Jesus because of what He did on the cross. And one of the things I used to hear, you know, 
when I would go to the Creek churches, I'd hear my grandpa preaching and he would talk about when Jesus was on that cross that even God, God had to turn his back on him. And I thought, what? He said God could not look at him. And I was thinking, how could God do that? Why would he do that? And then as I began to hear more was that it was my sin that put him on that cross, not just then, but the sins that I haven't even committed yet, the sins, the things I've done that, um, um, for all, when I say I, all of us, the things that other people don't even know, he took that because he loved us. He loves me. He loves you. He loves us so much that he did that for us. He laid his life down, his perfect life for us so that I could have a way to to heaven for an eternal life which can never be taken away which cannot be lost one of the other things is that gives me hope is that he's not still on that cross and he was buried and then he rose again on the third day and that you know for me one of the i guess one of the most one of the most um encouraging parts in the Bible is is when the um, when Jesus is in the tomb and the believers go to the tomb to look for his body and the angel is there and says he is not here he is risen and when I think about that it's it's like man my savior is alive I know there's a lot of people that um, are different beliefs that that um are not based or around a per, you know, someone, a person, a king that is not still alive and they're dead. But I, you know, Jesus, God, our savior is live. He's still living and he's going to come back. So as you know, now my life after Christ, I've, I've uh, just continue to try and, you know, I don't know. I wish I could, you know, Say it's been perfect. It hasn't been perfect. Um, but the Lord has been with me every step of the way. And when I say generations, that the family is important to him. Now I have family and I can see how the Lord will bless your family also. So, you know, my family, you know, different situations. We could, I could even go on, you know, the alcohol's always there. I hate to say, in the native community. And, and when you talk about alcohol, there are so many things that go with it. Um, the family system, the family's broken up, the family's separated, um, family's fighting. And I've seen that. And even, even through that though, I see how the Lord has brought people through, how he's restored people, how he's given hope. And again, freedom, freedom from the past and freedom from that. So for me, all I can say is God is good. And as I go forward, I look forward to um, that day. Hopefully I can see that day that um, my grandpa used to talk about and I'd hear him. Jesus is coming again. And maybe not, but either way. Through this, I, I just encourage if you have never 
accepted Christ as your Savior, you don't know what that means or you don't even know how to talk or say what you may think are the right words. The Lord knows. He knows your heart. He knows our thoughts. Uh, he knows our struggles anyway, so we might as well tell him. So there's always someone you can reach out to for help, and it would be, and he'll, you know, he'll guide you to the right place. So I encourage you to make that decision. Even if you're home by yourself, you can make that decision. One of the great things about our Creator is that He knows everything. He knows our greatest joys and deepest sorrows. He knows all about our desires, failures, and shame. He sees what we're clinging to for hope and even what you're thinking right now. This is our God. Many try to run from Him, but He is not one to run from. He is one to run to. He loves us and wants to fix the broken relationship our sin has caused. That's why He sent Jesus. We read in the Bible, but God puts His love for us beyond all doubt by the fact that Christ died on our behalf while we were still sinners. Again we read, Christ also suffered for sins once, the righteous for the unrighteous, that He might bring you to God, being put to death in the flesh, but made alive in the Spirit. My friend, if you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior, why not now? He's waiting for you, but He won't wait forever. We read in the Bible that if you will confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. If you'd like to know more, visit our website withoutreservation.com and click on the tab New Life or download the Storyteller radio app and choose Hope. You can also write to us at The Storyteller, P.O. Box 1001, Bemidji, Minnesota, 56619. Thanks for listening, and remember, the greatest story took place at the cross. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. My friends, there are more amazing stories to tell, so be sure to join us again next time as we listen to... The Storyteller.